Well, on this Holy Thursday, we have come through the Lenten season and enter into this mini liturgical season in the calendar, the Easter Triduum. Well, we know now that our Lenten sacrifice is just about over and the celebration of all celebration happens on Sunday as we honor the Easter Sunday Mass. Terry Ross is host of The Glory of the Mass. And well, as always, he has picked out the perfect music to prepare us for this celebration. Beautiful, sacred liturgical music for this season. Good morning, Terry. Thanks so much for joining us today. Good morning, Brenda. Nice to be here. Terry, as we have talked over all of the years that you have been doing The Glory of the Mass, we've covered a few Easter celebrations. If I recall, you said previously that almost all of the great Renaissance writers, they've had a Mass written for Easter. That's true. Or, or, or for uh, for Holy Week in general, yes. Okay. Now, this particular case, though, as with sacred liturgical music is, all of it is very beautiful. And you've picked out a very special Mass, not necessarily written for Easter, but Perfect for this Sunday. Nonetheless, tell us about what you have in store this week. We're celebrating the Spanish composer Tomas Luis de Victoria all during the month of April with his masses uh, for each of our programs. This mass is called Ave Regina Celorum, the Misa Ave Regina Celorum, which means hail to the Queen of Heaven, mm. which isn't specifically Easterish, but it's a very beautiful mass. The parts of the mass that are really Easterish are the proper uh, where we have, this is the day, resurrects it, and that sort of thing. That applies specifically to Easter Day. Oh, well, fantastic. And we also look forward to this as we go back to the regular singing of the, and I'll say it for this time, the Alleluia comes back on Sunday. And we know many beautiful pieces have been written to celebrate and bring back that beautiful uh, song and word. Now, let's talk about Victoria here. We said before that many Renaissance artists, they were specifically hired by a, a church to write a music. Do we know where Victoria was housed or seated that his music was specifically written for? Uh, in some cases, we do. He, he he traveled around quite a bit. Oddly enough, he hardly ever left Spain because he was sort of a homeboy. Okay. Um, I he, can appreciate that. Yeah, he ended up <laughs> spending a lot of his time in Rome. Um, but uh, as for having a specific uh, assignment, um, that he varied. He wrote music for different places. I see. Joining us today to give us a preview of this week's episode of The Glory of the Mass is their host, Terry Ross. Now, remember, you can listen to The Glory of the Mass right here at Mater Day Radio. It airs Saturdays at 4 o'clock and Sundays at 2. Of course, you have access to the podcast on our webpage and, of course, the Hail Mary media app. Well, along with many of these composers writing for the celebration of Easter, well, they've also written to honor the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Ave Maria. We are so familiar with the Schubert rendition, but he is not the only one who has ever written an Ave Maria. Remind our listeners about it and how you've managed to get two into this week's episode. I think basically all Renaissance composers wrote an Ave Maria, at least one. Some of them wrote several. Um, I managed to squeeze two into this uh, program. One is by Ludwig Zenfel, 
probably the foremost Swiss composer of the Renaissance, spelled S-E-N-F-L. And the other is by a French composer named Loisette Compère, C-O-M-P-E-R-E. Uh, so we have two Ave Marias uh, to go with our Misa Ave Regina Celorum. So there's quite a little, quite a bit of uh, celebration of the Virgin mixed into this program. That's excellent. Now, with these renditions, the words are the same, right? They take the same words and then they place it to their own music. That's right. That's right. Oh, excellent. Well, that is just some of what you will hear if you go to our webpage. You can see the full playlist of the Glory of the Mass. We're talking about the Easter celebration. So on our webpage, that would be episode 188. Well, Terry, as we always do, we preview a piece of the music. And this one, again, one of our favorites. We always rely on William Byrd. has a beautiful piece that you have included in this week's episode. Tell us about it. William Byrd wrote a little motet for, a gra- for our gradual, Heck Dies. This is the day the Lord has made. Very specific, proper. And this was set probably in the late 16th century. And the, the singers are the 16, a very superb English ensemble. So hear a little bit of that. Excellent. Now, when you say the gradual as part of the proper, remind our listeners again what that means. Well, the proper consists of texts that are sung at different times of the Mass. We start out with the introit, which is when the celebrant is coming into the church. Then we have the gradual, which comes after the first reading. The Alleluia, which comes after the second reading. The Offertory, which is sung while the celebrant is preparing the gifts for communion. And then the Communion, which is sung while the gifts are being distributed to the congregation. Excellent. So if you were to open up your Missal for this Sunday, you would see the Responsorial Psalm, which in this case is what we are calling the Gradual. That's exactly right. Excellent. Well, here is that piece by William Byrd. I just want to continue to listen to that entire piece. Incredibly beautiful, incredibly joyful and uplifting for a celebration such as Easter. So they're called the 16th. Is that directly associated with the number of people that are in this choir? Originally, yes. Okay. Um, but it, but it varies from, okay. know, from 8 to 20. Oh, yeah. okay. And then correct me if uh, this is not correct, but the way that the different singers were coming in, singing different words, would this be a good example of polyphony? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Polyphony. The singers singing the same words, but at different times. I love it. And of course, that's a beautiful uh, piece by William Byrd. Um, and he was interesting because William Byrd was a Catholic. 
and England was not Catholic at that time. But he was tolerated and, in fact, encouraged because he was such a good musician. But still, he could not perform his mass, his three masses, in public at all. They had to be performed privately in people's homes. And is there any record of William Byrd uh, writing or performing for the King and Queen of England? Hmm. Yes, I believe so. Okay. I believe so, yes. All right, that would make sense. Yeah, he wrote he wrote pieces in English as well as in at Latin, so yes. All right, well, I like that idea too. Well, again, Terry, it's just wonderful to be able to talk to you, to be able to celebrate Easter Sunday, and to be able to have such a beautiful list of music for this week's episode. That'd be 188 for the Glory of the Mass Easter Sunday. Terry, thanks so much for joining us today. My pleasure. And again, that is Terry Ross. Please go to our webpage. Look at this full playlist because it's just such a wonderful way to celebrate the Easter season. Perhaps set it to play while you are enjoying your Easter feast with your family. I will add the link to where you can find the full playlist. MaterDayRadio.com and the Hail Mary media app.